Hi, my name is Richie and welcome to a wee ramble. Right, have you ever had one of those conversations with somebody and they just don't listen? Maybe they ignore what you're saying or jump in before you've finished and race to conclusions. Or maybe they just twist a conversation to suit their circumstances. Frustrating, isn't it? And it can make you feel angry or can make you feel despair, faced with a choice of just carrying on at the risk of just becoming a murmur in the background talking louder or just giving up. I was reminded of this a couple of days ago during a visit to the gym. For a conversation to be successful between two people, both have to not just hear, but to listen, to digest and to understand. And by then doing that, we can respond more effectively. And as humans, we thrive on social interaction and conversation is key to our functioning in day-to-day -day lives in a range of different environments. But there is one vital conversation that is going on continually within each one of us, which often breaks down. What's in our heads, that good old brain of ours, is in conversation with our body. Your brain's sending signals, communicating within your body every minute of every day. But what we forget is that it's a two-way process. And the body is talking to you, telling you how it's feeling, how it's doing and what it needs. Your whole body is talking to you, but do you listen? Are you picking up the signals and actually understand what is being communicated? Or do you just jump to conclusions, twist the meshes to suit your circumstances and reinforce your mindset at that time? Or maybe you are ignoring that body talk completely until eventually it does have to scream out at you because it needs something done, something addressed right now. A pounding heart can mean excitement, but it could mean danger. Sweating and a dry throat can mean nervousness or excitement. And a stomach pain could be a sign of hunger or illness. Different things at different times. And when those sensations are heightened, it is your body screaming out at you for your attention. But we need to listen to our body talk all of the time. Not ignore it until it feels it has to scream. Increasing awareness within ourselves is key and understanding what our body is saying to us early means we can then be at our best, can't we? Taking the time to identify the sensation and then give thought to what it is trying to say is therefore crucial. Don't just jump to a conclusion, but rather consider and question it. Consider the environmental factors, context of your life at that time, what you're doing before you're labeling it and label it with care. These sensations the body is signaling, maybe something good, maybe something bad, maybe pleasure, maybe pain. It could be a warning, but take time to consider them rather than just interpret them in the same typical way, reinforcing a fixed mindset. You could be missing something. You could be missing out on something. So how we identify and give meaning for, to a sensation within the body, therefore then creates a feeling which in turn feeds further thinking. And so the cycle of thinking and feeling, thinking and feeling begins. Anyway, let me get back to my experience at the gym. 
I'm a regular gym visitor and as a guy in his 50s, I probably benefit more mentally than I do physically. And I confess to being secretly proud that I can manage a respectable performance when having a workout with either of my grown-up sons. But if you ask many folk who visit the gym which part of the body they tend not to enjoy focusing on during a workout, and it will probably be a legs routine. I hold my hands up to this. It's the workout that definitely slips from my program quite willingly. But by not doing it regularly means that I then feel it more when I do do it and after which kind of creates a negative feeling and reluctance to do it again. The thought of hitting legs is enough to make me feel queasy. And my legs cry out in protest as I climb the three flights of stairs to the gym entrance each time. Each stair climbed is another leg shouting like a young child desperately protesting a visit to the doctors to get that injection. If truth be known, my legs probably do this every time. I go to the gym, but for some reason, I only choose to notice it on the legs day. So, starting with a mindset that shrouded my legs work out in reluctance and perceived discomfort, when I then come to complete my first set of leg exercises, I felt what gym folk often describe as the burn, which strikes immediately on completion of an exercise and kind of lingers uh, for a short period after. That sensation shouts out. And yes, it got my attention, and guess what? My mind defaults to label it with a general description of pain, which typically carries a negative feeling. So, already operating within a frame of reference which portrayed Lex exercise routines as something unpleasant, then it's no surprise then that that sensation, the burn, the pain that I labelled it, the negative thoughts that then reinforced my thoughts that legs day is just, hey, not a good day. However, I decided this time to stop. This time I decided to listen to actually what my body was trying to say. My muscles were talking, but actually what were they conveying? What if they were saying, hey, I'm here, I'm working, shouting loudly for a bit of acknowledgement? And muscles are meant to work. And something tells me that, guess what? They don't get worked out as much as they should be worked. Each time I climb the three flights of stairs to the gym entrance, my legs may be giving, a, giving me a feeling of discomfort, but not because they're in pain, but maybe they're screaming out at me. Hey, I'm here, don't neglect me. Give me some attention this time at the gym. So as I took a breather, I considered that sensation a bit more deeply and how to identify with it. I mean, let's say that that sensation was actually communicating something good. Muscles working hard, and instead of just referring to it as pain or something sore, see it as something more of a pleasant sensation. Immediately and unexplainedly, my memory then drifted back and recalled Sunday lunchtimes as a young child when the highlight of the meal was a glass of fizzy lemonade and a big lump of ice cream dropped in on the top. The sensation after exercising a ne neglected set of leg muscles reminded me of the reaction of the fizzy soda in the ice cream, fizzy and frothy. 
yeah, rather bizarre, I know. But you know what? For the rest of my workout, each time I sensed the burn, I gave it a feeling of fizzy and frothy. And all of a sudden, the workout routine became almost enjoyable. So how I labelled that sensation created a different and more positive feeling, bringing a new frame of mind to the whole legs workout experience. Even more bizarrely though, is the fact that for the rest of the day I kept humming and singing a line from an old Olivia Newton-John song, Let's Get Physical. Over and over I kept singing to myself, let me hear your body talk, your body talk. Hopefully, sharing this podcast may actually erase that lyric from my head now. So, when the body talks, take notice of that sensation. What do you associate with it and how you label it? Don't wait until your body has to scream out at you. Listen to your body talk all of the time. Consider the context of what you're doing at that moment, what's going on in your life, and then ask yourself, what is your body really trying to say to you? It may not be what you thought. We can learn so much about ourselves by tuning into the mind and the body and operating them both in harmony. And in future, as I climb the stairs to the gym, if my legs send a sensation, my mind will now label it as possibly a good feeling. Maybe the legs are excited, jumping up and down, shouting, pick me, pick me for a workout today. And finally, remember, if you listen to your body when it whispers, you won't have to hear it scream. Thanks for listening. Take care and catch up with you soon.